Wildling Press presents How Do I Book? Welcome to How Do I Book by Wildling Press. We like to chat about book writing, book publishing, book marketing, and, of course, book reading. We're trying to help new and experienced authors develop their craft, widen their perspectives, and learn to get a little wild every once in a while. I'm Christina. I'm Mary. And I'm Mike. And today we're here to talk about marketing, period. Well, that sums it up. (laughs) No, today we're here to just kind of go over, like, the most basicest book marketing timeline. This is really for people who have not yet started their book publishing process, because if you have, you'll be like in the middle of this. That's not to say it can't help you. But when we start going through this timeline, we're going to just assume that you are starting from zero. And by zero, I mean a published book, but no publishing contract. Nope. And by zero, I mean a book drafted, but no publishing contract. If you haven't started marketing your book, start right now. Do it. Pause it and go start right now. I'm going to assume, like I said, that you've written the book and you're not yet sure how you'll be publishing it. So start right now. Get your ass on social media. Get in position to be an author on social media. But Christina, I don't want to use social media. Well, you, you have to. I'm so sorry. Okay, I just really wanted to stress to. that. I just wanted to <laughs> let you reiterate. Unless you're a college professor whose students are going to be required to buy your book. Ooh, Unless shade. you have the funds to hire someone to do your social media for you, you need to be on social media. You don't have to be on all of... So l- let me tell you, y- you'll want to consider... At the time of recording, which is 2023, (laughs) you're going to want to consider getting on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok. All of those still exist and are legal in the U.S. at the time of recording. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you put that in there. Who knows about tomorrow, but as of today. Yeah, who knows what might happen. But um, Facebook, you don't need to do a lot there. Just having a presence as an author there is really uh, all you need that's a professional Facebook page, not a personal Facebook profile. We've actually done an episode about that already, which I'll link in the uh, episode description on our website. LinkedIn, that's as easy as putting it in your LinkedIn bio that you are public, you know, trying to publish this book, uh, making a post about that you have this book and you're going to be publishing it in the future. And then Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are the ones that I think that you need to be more active on if you're going to be there. Everybody lurks, but that's not doing you any good. Mm-hmm. So I know that's a lot, especially if you're starting from zero, but that's why it's good to start thinking about the timeline ahead of time. Maybe this month you get on Facebook, next month you start thinking about TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I know it can definitely seem intimidating to uh, do all of these types of social media, but just remember that you're not the first one to do this. So you know, do some research, do some Google searching, do, you know, go on these other platforms, just see how things are being done. Cause the styles are, do change quite regularly. 
on how you should present yourself. And you just want to stay with the times, but it's just evolving with technology. Yeah. yeah. Follow people whose uh, online personas you want to emulate. Mm-hmm. And if you start it early enough, um, then you don't have to worry about posting or engaging super often because by the time your book comes out, you're going to have this backlog of engagement and these followers that you've earned through your engagement, um, even with just, you know, I don't want to say a number of posts or whatever, but like even with just a few posts takes you just a few minutes a day or even a week uh, to, to create that sort of backlog of engagement that you organically have with your followers by the time your book comes out. Yeah, and it's important also to be an active member of the community. It's like a give and take. So not only are you posting, maybe you don't even post. You know, for, for now, while you're trying to figure out where your book's going, maybe for now you just comment on what other people are doing, sharing your support with them, sharing other people's content to your, uh, your like Instagram story or whatever. And that can be a way to engage while you're still trying to figure out like what you're doing. Yeah, and it's always a good idea to support other authors because authors can be great support for you down the road too. Yeah, Those and on on like TikTok and Instagram and stuff, you can join like author gangs. Like I don't really know what they're called, but like you can join like a team a gaggle of authors. Of authors. Who, a gaggle of authors. Yeah, I think that's the technical term <laughs> where you all are committed to supporting each other, boosting each other's posts and stuff. And you can only really become a part of those communities by being there in the space already. Let's say you've signed a book publishing contract with a really cool independent publishing house called Wildling Press. That's amazing. I've heard great things about Congratulations. Them. Congratulations. You should feel honored. <laughs> so it's the very beginning of your book publishing process. You've just signed a contract. You're about to get started on the editing. What do you do now with marketing? Start planning. You might have had over the last phase, the what am I doing phase, you might have had some cool ideas. You might have written them down. I don't know. But this is when you need to start really planning. You need to you need to go because you are on a timeline now. Well, mm -hmm. this whole episode has been about the marketing timeline. <laughs> You're on a time crunch now because as soon as your book gets started in production, that means it will someday for sure be done and it'll be published and you'll need to have certain things in place by the time that happens. Update your social media accounts. Tell them that you're publishing a book. Tell them when it might come out. Don't say, don't say it'll come out on January 17th, 2025. No, say <laughs> early 2025. Okay. We're not, you're, we're not fortune tellers. Tell them who your publisher is. Announce it, put it in your bios, get that out there. You want people to know that your book is coming when they look at you anywhere. Work with your publisher. Talk to your project manager, maybe your publisher's publicist to see what they're doing, what ideas they have. Hey, congrats, you're getting a free consultation with Wilding Press's publicist right now. <laughs> <laughs> Start listing. That's like the main thing you can be doing at this time. It's, it's hard to reach out to people and be like, hey, I have a book I just started in two years. Can I do it? No, don't do that. Uh, make a list though. Think about all the people who might be interested in supporting you when your book comes out. And the way that I like to tell people to do these lists is in three tiers, kind of like LinkedIn connections. You got your first tier, your mom. Uh, That's the entire your, tier. <laughs> <laughs> your spouse, 
um, your best friends, the people that you are are really genuinely friends with online, not just a follow for follow. The people where you can say, buy, buy my book, and, and they just will because they love you. Mm-hmm. That's your first tier. Write all those people down. Maybe star those people who uh, could specifically be interested in specifically what your book is about. You know, like I would make my mom buy my fantasy novel. She's not the biggest fantasy fan. Maybe I'll star my cousin Meredith because she loves fantasy. So I'll make like extra sure that she's sharing it because she probably also knows people who likes fantasy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Next, make a list of all of your connections. Not your mom, but maybe your mom knows someone who writes for the newspaper in your hometown and could connect you. Uh, How about that kid that you went to college with who works uh, for a broadcast TV station now? What about that girl that you thought was cute in your high school English class who now co-runs a company with her best friends and runs a podcast about books called How Do I Book? What about her? Have you thought about her? That was oddly specific. (laughs) I think about her every day. She's only gotten cuter. (laughs) (laughs) So people that you are connected to, maybe people that you are friendly with on social media, but you're not friends with them. You've never, you know, you've never cuddled. I'm like, what do friends do? (laughs) (laughs) You almost said cuddled. (laughs) Mary Bateman and Mike are like, wait, we've never cuddled. (laughs) Put that on the list. There you. (laughs) To do. Cuddle. To do. (laughs) and then your third tier people are people that you don't know you don't know them but you hope that they would like to support you maybe reviewers that you uh are aware of but you don't have a connection with them other publications maybe your local bookstore owner people who don't have they don't owe you anything and there's nobody to connect you guys and be like could you do this thing? You owe me something. How about you write this thing about my daughter's book that's coming out? So those are the three lists. And then you can start kind of like refining it. So like you got your list going. You're like, wow, this is getting really long. Go back to the top. Okay. It says fountain bookstore. That's your local favorite bookstore. That's not a person. How are you going to email them? Go find out who owns it. Call them and ask who chooses what books are going to get bought. Find their email address, you know, Ask them, what's the process? You know, what can I do as a local author when my book comes out? Get some information. See if the blog that you want to be featured in even takes submissions like this or, or if they only get their stuff from NetGalley. You know, do your research. Get all your ducks in a row. Christina, where do you recommend that people keep this list? Oh, my God. I am so glad you asked because it simply must be in a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could... Write it in like a Word document or Google Doc. I don't love that for organization. Uh, You could write it down with pen and paper. You can do whatever you want. I'm not your mom. But I think that is a horrible way to stay organized by writing things down on paper. Especially since you want to be able to have room to, like you said, put little details about those people. It's not just a list of names. You want to, when you go back to refine, like you're talking about, you want to then... Make sure you have contact information. Make sure you have, uh, you know, little notes in case maybe. Yeah. Like you're talking about. Always book- a section for notes. Yeah. Like you're talking about fountain books. You know, if the if the owner changes over time, you want to be able to yeah. put that note in there or something. 
Or like, what if you get in touch with your local library? You're like, who's the children's librarian? Someday I want to schedule a, a, a book reading of my children's book. They're like, oh, that librarian's name is Jennifer. She goes on maternity leave in in, uh, in three months. And it's like, okay, cool. That's important for me to know mm-hmm. what's going on. And you also will use that spreadsheet in your next step to keep track of who you're reaching out to and what the results of that are. Also during this phase, during your planning phase, write down, have like a, uh, I have a, I have a list in my book, which I'm working on a book. <laughs> Just keep like mentioning that in passing on this show, never <laughs> fully explaining myself. Um, I have a list called all the ideas. That's what the, that's what the document is called. And I just write down any idea I ever have at all. <laughs> I love it. I'm actually going to pull it up right now and just give a couple examples Ooh, from my personal. I hope list. it's really yeah. long, Christina. All the ideas. I'm not going to read the whole thing. No, I'm um, saying I hope you have a lot of ideas. Otherwise, it's going to be embarrassing. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> I only have this one idea and it oh. says get readers question mark (laughs) no okay so here's an idea this is i just i just brain farted onto this list so um have my friends take a a, do a series of bookmark bomb parties where i invite my friends to an area and we all walk around dropping bookmarks and businesses and then i buy everyone a beer at the end that's a great idea i forgot i I love that that. yeah that is a great idea give every single friend a copy to give to someone who might like it even if they don't Offer people a free ebook in exchange for signing up for the Wildling newsletter. Ooh. <laughs> You're impressing yourself. I'm, I'm like, these are great ideas. So I just, I can't do anything with those yet. I just wrote them all down in one place. I'll start sorting through them later. All right. Next phase of your book marketing timeline is when your book is a, becomes available for pre-order. Your only goal during this phase is to get your book cover in front of other people's eyeballs. Get the balls Mm -hmm. you need to hit the ground running your book is available for pre-order on bookshop.com as well as barnes and noble amazon um and some others you the second that that pre-order button is up and you're not taking action you're losing sales and i'm so sorry i know you wrote a book because you love the written language and you wanted to put beauty into the world but we need to make money. We invested a lot of money in producing this book. Um, we need sales are, are all that matters at this point. Mm-hmm. So get your cover in front of eyeballs. You want to get pre-orders because your pre-order numbers, if you have a six month pre-order window, all the pre-orders for that six month window count in your release month. Your book comes out in September. Every single pre-order you had, mm, oh my God, math, March through September, that all gets counted in September. Congratulations, you sold 8,000 books in September. Whoa. And that helps you skyrocket to the top of like Amazon lists and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is also the time to submit your book to big reviewers. A lot of like School Library Journal, Publishers Weekly. I don't know why I said School Library Journal because there's also just regular Library Journal. Um, <laughs> Kirkus, all of those require like four to six months of lead time in order for them to review your book. Now's the time to do that. And you also want to be submitting your book to smaller reviewers because that is how you're going to get balls on book. Balls on book. The the more people who are talking about your book, the more book influencers on Instagram and TikTok specifically, because those are both so visual, who are talking about your book, the more pre-orders you're going to get. Balls on books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> 
I'll design it. Plus, there aren't um, there aren't a lot of like uh, special occasions or events in a book's life. So your book's release day is obviously the biggest day in its life. It's its birthday. And that's the most organic way to create conversation around your book. So you, by, by having that six-month lead time and even, even farther um, to start your marketing is so important because that conversation is, that, that day is such a big deal. You want to build up as much um, excitement for that day in particular that you can. Yeah, totally. The next phase of your marketing timeline is when and after your book releases. Like you're alluding to Mary Payton, when your book releases, you, you got to do something. A public event, a personal party, a di- uh, what do you call it? Virtual party. Do something because it's your birthday. It's your book's birthday. And that is going to be this big ball of energy that you are going to hopefully keep carrying for many years to come. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get real for a second. Every day after your book's release, it falls further and further away from the limelight. So sad. That sucks. So mm-hmm. it's your job to keep it in the limelight. It's your job and your publicist if you work with a publicist. But, you know, a publicist has a lot of books. You only have the one. It's your job to keep the reviews coming in. Keep the news coming in. Keep doing stuff. Go out there. It's your job to make sure that people constantly have a reason to talk about your book. Do events. Connect with readers. Give them new stuff. Write a a book club guide. Write a lesson plan. Release short stories in the world. Um, Freaking talk to your publisher about releasing a paperback edition. Um, Go do. Just do. Go. Go do. (laughs) (laughs) Go do. (laughs) Yeah, you want to keep your book part of the the bigger bookstagram or book community conversation as much as possible. Yeah. Keep bringing it up. And for the first couple months that your book is out, this will feel easier. You'll feel like you still have more to explore. People are talking about it. People are more likely to want to review it. But as the months go by, this will be harder. So several months after your book has come out, you'll feel like maybe you're hitting a wall. The sales will have plateaued. The thrill of having released the book will pass, just like the thrill of everything new always passes. I'm so sorry to say. So you will get to a certain point where you will have to promise to yourself that you are going to do at least one thing for your book every week. Do more if you have it in you, but... The second you stop talking about your book and stop doing things for your book, it's dead. Yeah. It's gone. And your publisher, your publicist, if they've been helping you, will not help you the second you stop helping yourself. Yes. Yeah. They have energetic authors to work with, you know? Yeah. That's why um, when you submit a manuscript to Wildling, you have to talk about what your marketing plan is. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. – and we're not asking that because you we want to – see that you have this whole mapped out perfect plan before you um, get your book published. The idea is that we want any publisher wants to see an author who is willing to do the work, who is going to be just as excited and engaged about um, marketing their book as the publisher will more so. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that goes double for small publishing houses. You mm-hmm. know, me and Mary Payton work on publicizing all of Wildling's books. <laughs> so we simply could never market your whole book all by ourselves. Where's the, you know, that's it. The author simply must. Yes. So the very last phase of your book marketing timeline, you know, more or less, unless you do what you might do a, a re, uh, do in the second edition, you might start the whole process over who knows, but generally one year after your book launch, it's not so shiny and new. And the, Best thing you can do at this point is write your second book. Write your next book, baby. The best way to sell a book is to publish another book after it. Mm-hmm. The audiences that you bring in for each new book will, uh, mm-hmm. what's the word? Is it compound? Oh, who knows? Okay. So we're not mad <laughs> people, but they add up. <laughs> people who read your one book and love it, they're going to be like, where's the other book? Where's another book? So if you are one year after your book's launch and you haven't already, start drafting your next book. If you don't want to write your next book, that's honestly, that is your loss. Because eventually your career as an author will peter out. If you have just the one book, you will get tired. It will become old. And you won't have anything to talk about anymore. So start writing your next book right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a fun point to end on. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm ending on a better one. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Basically, this is just an overview. There's like a million subjects that I just blew past today. And we'll talk about all of them in due time on this show. But the most important thing is to pace yourself. Remember that marketing your book is it's a marathon, not a sprint. You cannot burn yourself out. And that's why we want you to start planning carefully and start planning early on. So you don't lose steam and you can keep that energy in your book, hopefully forever. And that's how you book. This episode was written and edited by me, Christina Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Our theme music was produced by Jason Hilton. Please check out the show notes for a link to the accompanying blog post and visit us online at Wildling Press on social media or at wildlingpress.com.